Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Jr. out of nowhere signs with the Los Angeles Rams, one of the best teams already in the NFL. Hayden Winks already has a receiver on pace to beat Calvin Johnson's record for basically every single receiving category for the NFL season. The rich only get richer after just trading for Von Miller a couple weeks ago. Your instant reactions to the Rams landing Odell. I don't think this happens if the Rams don't trade for Jalen Ramsey, if they don't trade for Matthew Stafford, if they don't trade for Von Miller. Apparently, I didn't know this. Von Miller and Odell Beckham are pretty close. I think that this is a doubling down, a tripling down, a quadrupling down for the Rams. And that's what was so attractive to Odell Beckham Jr. This really muddies things up for the fantasy football outlooks. I think uh, there's enough room to go around just because we've seen since the Johnny Munt Injury, the, the Rams have gone straight to 11 personnel, basically almost every single snap. In fact, they're leading the NFL with uh, 36 drop packs per game with three wide receivers on the field. But now there's kind of four of them. So like we're going to have to play this game. Okay, who plays where? Who uh, is going to be the number four receiver? Do you have any initial reactions on like the pecking order for the Rams wide receivers? So 78% of the time, Van Jefferson is out there. And obviously, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods basically play every single snap. And for as much as we think the Rams started the season with talent, including Deshaun Jackson at wide receiver, uh, they have less than 10 snaps a season with four or more wide receivers out there. So either it's a few things. One, Sean McVay wants to add new wrinkles on to this offense and utilize more for wide receiver sets because, as we know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods have been very good. And Tyler Higby, while the production might not have been there, he's playing a very key role. And while they started the season off with multiple tight end sets, that's gone away because of the injury to Johnny Mont. But I think Hayden, simplistically, and maybe on its surface, this tells us that Van Jefferson is going to see a very much decreased snap rate, which sucks, I think, because I actually think Van Jefferson has played dang well this season. Like, I don't think he's put a foot wrong, but when you have a team that you know paid a quarterback so much money, then traded multiple future and other draft picks for Matthew Stafford that has previously gone in to acquire veterans that are proven in Jalen Ramsey and then most recently with Von Miller, this team just is operating differently than, than so many others across the league. And I, I think that that really epitomizes what the Rams want to be. And I think that this is probably, obviously, Sean and Les Need want to win. This is probably a sign from above here with the owner and Kroenke that like, hey, the Super Bowl is also in LA. Wouldn't it be super cool if we're in the Super Bowl that we're hosting at the same time? And all these moves are very indicative of, hey, we might not building, be building you know, a, a contending team for a decade like the Patriots were, but when you have this moment, this sliver of time when everything can align and you can win at once and then you can ride that way for a little bit longer, obviously there are going to be a lot of pieces moving forward. You have to do it. 
And that's exactly what they're doing here. And he didn't cost that much money. This wasn't like the Jalen Ramsey deal where you have to pay him a ton of money. It sounds like to be a one-year deal, probably close to the veteran minimum. That's kind of what they were paying Deshaun Jackson. Uh, it, it's an interesting decision for Odell because I think of the teams that he was interested in, this is the one that made the least sense when it comes to guaranteed playing time. I'm sure Sean McVay told him, hey, you're going to be out here for X amount of snaps. We're going to give you this many targets per game. But I think that they like Van Jefferson a little bit. And we kind of saw in like week one where all four of the wide receivers kind of sprinkled in. And since Robert Woods probably not going to come off the field much and Cooper Cup's already out there. And if they like Van Jefferson, I don't know. It's going to be a little bit harder for Odell to earn targets compared to like the Saints or the Chiefs, maybe even the Packers. But ultimately, I think this is how it's going to go. Cooper Cup's probably going to even play more snaps into the slot. He was about like 68% somewhere in that range. That can go up and closer to like 80%. I think Robert Woods probably going to lose a couple of snaps just because I think as the outside receivers, Van Jefferson, Odell, and Robert Woods, those three can kind of sprinkle in a little bit more than we'd like to. And I think some of those manufactured touches that Robert Woods would be getting, those screens all of a sudden be, could go to the more explosive player and Odell Beckham. So I think you can move Robert Woods from like the wide receiver twos, probably a little bit closer to the wide receiver threes. This isn't like a couple weeks from now, because I think it's going to be a little bit of a growing period. And then I think Odell is probably going to be more of like a wide receiver four flex. Like that's what Van Jefferson, I think over the last four weeks, Van Jefferson wide receiver 37 usage. I think that's probably going to be the, uh, probably the right ballpark and Cooper cups probably still going to go off just because his role is not the same where Odell Beckham wins on the field. I'm glad you're able to put this all in the context of fantasy football because I can't right now. I'm still thinking of it and digesting it in the form of, you know, just the Rams trying to build. And it's a few things that have come to mind. One, this is such a different team with Matthew Stafford than it is with Jared Goff, where that we see, and Jordan Reed came on this program this offseason and talked about the reason for Matthew Stafford being brought in was to activate every single eligible receiver on every single play, getting to that third read, getting to that backside dig. And guess what? That might be Odell in a lot of these situations as a vertical shot down the field as well. So that's part one I wanted to talk about. The other one, we just saw this with the Rams. And I think if the Rams won last week too, they still would have made this move. But going down an extreme negative game script and losing Daryl Henderson to a subsequent injury, right? We know that when they go down the scoreboard by 10 points, two touchdowns, the Rams abandon the run more so than maybe any other team yep. in the NFL. Now bringing in Odell gives you an avenue to potentially get back to victory more so than you had been in the other time if you didn't have him, right? So if they refine themselves in that spot in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, you have another weapon on top of that. So those were two things that stood out to me as another reason why this move was made. You're exactly right. Top five in neutral pace, top five in neutral pass rate the entire season. They've been flirting with number one overall in both of those categories. And weird thing about the the backside dig that you just mentioned, I think that's like the one element that this Rams passing offense does lack. Dan Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, all good players. You want them in your starting lineup. They're not like the fastest players. Those are like more like do everything guys particularly like within like 25 yards uh, down the field. Deshaun Jackson, Tutu Owl, those were the two plans to win downfield. They didn't have that with these three. That's what Eldell Beckham brings. And I looked at uh, Sports Info Solutions. Uh, They're tracking um, each type of route. And Van Jefferson has ran 29 routes on on the dig. He's Mm -hmm. only been targeted twice on those. So that's a lot of routes where all of a sudden those backside digs are going to be going to Odell Beckham. 
and not to Van Jefferson, those post patterns that uh, Matthew Stafford could hit that Jared Goff wasn't hitting, all of a sudden they have uh, Odell Beckham way more explosive than Van Jefferson in those routes. And when I was just watching Odell Beckham this year, obviously it's been a terrible year for him. Uh, He didn't want to play there. Both of his shoulders have been problems. I think that the shoulders are way more of an issue than his like explosiveness. When I watch him, I still see the same explosiveness downfield. It hasn't turned into production this year, but I think that his legs are going to be fine. He just, his shoulders need to, to be there. His head needs to be there. If both of those things check out, then I think that he's going to have an okay production. I just think that because Robert Wood and, and Cooper Cup have been there for so long, they really know the offense. Those are the two focal points. I think that Odell Beckham is just going to be a little bit of spice added to, to the flavor um, of this like three-leveled passing attack, and it's just going to be lights away for Matthew Stafford. Yes, we like to call it a little flaky salt that you put on top of your your finishing dish. Um, and the wide receivers get used differently than a lot of other teams. Like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods at times operate as second tight ends in terms of tight splits and blocking for the running game. Have to block. Odell doesn't and, like that either. Well, but I, I highly doubt they're going to utilize yes. Odell in that way too. And, you know, when you have an offseason of, hey, we're going to be a vertical passing team more often than we have been in the past, and that's why you sign an you know, older Deshaun Jackson. That's why you draft a 149 pound Tutu Atwell when Tutu goes on IR, when Deshaun Jackson gets mad at his playing time. This is now another avenue as the vertical playmaker that Odell can fill plus, plus more. Um, I also feel like part of this, and by the way, everyone in the chat right now, thank you so much for being here. We're going to start our game by game preview show on another stream immediately after this. If you're watching the VOD, be sure to check out that game by game preview show, which is listed right next to this video. I think part of the fun in this Odell signing was also what was going on in Twitter during the time, because Hayden, what we got in the last few days was Odell had narrowed down his decision to the New England Patriots, to the Kansas City Chiefs, to the New Orleans Saints, and the Green Bay Packers. Then, out of nowhere, Ian Ian Rappaport, I should say, Kim Jones, what time was this? 3.43, say that Odell is down to the Rams and the Packers. Almost at the exact same time, Adam Schefter says, Odell is finalizing a deal with the Los Angeles Rams. Out of nowhere is a fair assessment. Yes, Aiden? It was out of nowhere, but that's just kind of how the Rams operate. All of a sudden, they had Von Miller. All of a sudden, they had Matthew Stafford. All of a sudden, they had Jalen Ramsey. Like That's just how how they do things. I I still think that Odell can win a ring. All that's cool. He's going to get valuable targets, and that's what he didn't have that in Cleveland. I do think that there is better landing spots for him when it comes to just pure mm. playing time, pure targets. Now, the value of those targets and all that stuff, what that matters for is like uh, what he's like going to try to get in free agency next year. It's all his decision. He, I'm sure he wanted to be in LA and all that that fun stuff. Um, I do think that there's a little bit of the, the, the Deshaun Jackson element where, like, okay, what if they still want to give Van Jefferson? 25% snaps. Like, is that going to piss Odell Beckham off? I think that they shouldn't take Robert Woods off the field because Robert Woods, like you just said, blocks and he's super valuable. Even if it doesn't always translate to like wide receiver one numbers in fantasy, he's doing wide receiver two, wide receiver three things in fantasy on top of being a very valuable piece. And uh, John Johnson, who just played on the Rams last year, was a, uh, Odell's teammate in Cleveland. The first thing he said in the interview when he heard about this is like, this is Cooper Cup's offense. Like everything runs through him. He's like, why would he want to go be a part of that? So it still seems like some of the same problems are going to be there for Odell. Just the difference is like every single time he gets that sixth target of the game, 
it's going to be on them. It's going to be 15 yards downfield, and it's going to be one-on-one because defenses have to play uh, covering Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and the explosive ground game that they have. And it's Los Angeles, and he's playing with Von Miller, and yeah. you know, he's it's his decision. With LeBron James, he has a he house in Los Angeles already. Um, I want to keep going down this path, though, because it was an electric moment on Twitter with all this. So, again, we have the rap sheet and Kim Jones co-report that it was down to the Packers and the Rams. Then we have Adam definitively saying it was going to be the Rams. And once again, we have a reiteration that it's on the fence between the Rams and the Packers. And then Jordan Arig points out that the Rams post on their own website that Odell has signed, immediately take it down. What a fun 15, 20 minutes we had on Twitter during this time. And yes, back to the Ram. So Shefty, Shifty knocks this one out of the park. Congratulations, Adam. He needed this one. I also want to point out Jordan Rodriguez, like 20 minutes before Schefter and the other national reporters tweeted out, she said that they're definitely in the mix. So yeah, she she crushes. We're huge Always. fans uh, of her work. The Rams beat beat coverage is awesome. Like they have a lot of yep. great people out there. So we're lucky to have all them. But that was that was a chaos. I'm sure that Odell Beckham was loving every single second of that. But I knew it was finished when when LeBron James said, Welcome to LA. Right. Um, so there's a few other things at bat here. And we're going to talk about this on the game by game preview show as well. But the NFC is loaded in comparison to, to the AFC. I mean, at the top, it's the Arizona Cardinals, the Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay, Dallas, in terms of the division leaders. And then you have the Rams and the Saints as the only two teams. And the Rams obviously have seven wins. The Saints have five wins, but they're going through crazy things in the quarterback position. And then it's like the floor has fallen out from under the NFC. Like yep. from the next six teams, two are going to make the playoffs out of there. So right now the Rams are, I believe, a single game back or maybe a game and a half, depending on you know who, who wins the head-to-head matchups between the Cardinals and the Rams. We keep talking about it. I know that they have some losses on their records this year, but you can firmly put the Rams as a top five team in the NFL oh, yeah. even, even before this. And so I'm really anticipating and excited to see what the team even looks like after this. I still, I said it on the previous show and I know that the Rams lost, but I still think it's the Bucks and the Rams are the best teams. Then you get into your Packers and your Cardinals, maybe the Chiefs and the Bills and those type of teams. But yeah, I think that the Rams are so well coached. They have veterans and they're just, they get a, the job done on both sides of the ball. We haven't even seen Von Miller healthy and active. Right. Like it's just a totally loaded team. Um, the Rams are going to be, Definitely in the mix. They need the one seed. It is super valuable for the playoffs to get the number one seed. And I think that yep. signing Odell almost was like a, a a way to get defensive while getting off offensive because if Odell doesn't go to the Rams, he's probably going to the contending Packers who they did not want to face and, or the contending Saints who I'm sure that they didn't want to face either. So uh, you won not just because he's on your roster, but also locking out some of those uh, contending NFC teams too. All right. Once again, for all of you watching this after the fact, Go and check out our game-by-game preview show, which is the clip right after this one. And for all of you in the chat right now, we're about to tweet out, and you can find it on the page as well, the Week 10 game-by-game preview show as well. All right. For Winks, I am Josh Norris. See you in a moment. Up the bill. Talk to y'all soon. See you.